Do not let your hearts be troubled. What does it mean to have a troubled heart? Well, if we look at our apostles today here in the gospel, their hearts are most definitely troubled. The moment that we're at in today's gospel is Jesus' last discourse with them at the Last Supper. He's told them repeatedly that he will be betrayed, that he will be killed by the Jewish leaders, and that he will be raised on the last day, on the third day. And so in this, most certainly they have fear. If I continue to follow Jesus, my fate will be the same as his. Philip expresses this fear. Master, we don't know where you're going. And he wants to be able to know the way for himself. And Jesus tells us this phrase, right? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Philip's struggle, the apostles' struggle, and really our all, all of our own struggles is that we don't have control of every little detail, that we have to trust, that we have to place our trust in Jesus Christ and in his providence, his providing for us. Before I entered seminary and I was working in youth ministry, um, I had a fellow youth minister I worked with who drove me absolutely crazy. He's a great person. Just his um, organizational and planning skills drove me absolutely crazy. And it happened that I would always get teamed up with him. And so usually I would do a lot of the behind the scenes things, um, setting up the technology, go figure. And then also making sure small groups were organized, there were questions written, so on and so forth. And so I'd be calling him, asking him what his plan was for the night, well knowing that his plan for the night usually came like during communion at mass right before the night. But he would always enter with this prayerful attitude and without fail, the Holy Spirit would show up every single time. That's why it made me so angry was... You know, if he didn't plan and he failed, then, okay, there's justice in the world. Right? But the fact that God showed up and took care of it. And I would think every single time, because of our failure to plan, for our failure to plot out every single detail, this would be the night that would be in absolute shambles. I think that's how a lot of us want to live our own lives. Right? We have strategic planning. We have five-year plans. If we could direct every drop of rain, we would. Right? We want everything to be planned, to be certain. To have no surprises. And Jesus comes to us today and tells us to rest. To trust in him. To allow our hearts not to be troubled, but to have peace. That's our call. 
Jesus tells us over and over again of the providence of God the Father. Right? The, the Lord takes care of all the sparrows. Right? And he tells us in a kind of a funny way, right? One sparrow doesn't fall to the ground without the Lord taking notice. And then he says, you're more important than sparrows, aren't you? Right? This beauty that the Lord will take care of us, that its providence is before us. And we see this in the most important matter of our lives, which is our eternal salvation. That it's not up to my own works. It's not up to my own planning on the inheritance of eternal life. If all of us were left up to ourselves, we wouldn't deserve that. But Jesus Christ provides for us. It's through him. Right? First through our baptism in him, but then also by repeatedly availing ourselves to his grace that we have that hope of eternal life. Can I take that man into those little moments of my own life? And those little things that I feel the need to have control of and to plan out in every detail. To sit back and say, Jesus, if you're going to take care of me in that deepest need of eternal life and in salvation, I have trust and faith that you will take care of these little things as well.